The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. I'm Josh Nelson. Last night's White Sox and Blue Jays game featured two of the hottest offenses in Major League Baseball during the month of June. Both teams lead the league with a 293 batting average. The Blue Jays also lead Major League Baseball in June in team on base percentage while the White Sox were fourth. With first pitch temperatures in the mid-90s, it wouldn't be surprised if this turned out to be an offensive showdown. That's obviously not what Lance Lynn and Jose Barrios wanted to hear. Lynn was making his first home start of the 2022 season and looking to improve from his last outing in Detroit, in which he couldn't get past the fifth inning as his pitch count exceeded 80 pitches. Also returning for the White Sox was Tim Anderson coming off the injured list. Replacing Anderson's spot on the injured list would be Yoan Makata, and that's retroactive to June 18th. It's a 10-day injured list stint for Yoan Makata, so the earliest he's available to return for the White Sox would be that West Coast road trip that they have in Anaheim or San Francisco. If the White Sox decide to wait to call back Yoan Makata during a homestand, that's going to be 4th of July as the Twins come into town. In the first inning, Lance Lynn flashed a curveball. For someone who's been so fastball heavy, it's a new wrinkle, and it worked as he struck out George Springer and Vlad Guerrero Jr. In the bottom half of the first inning, Tim Anderson got it going with a single and then with a very weird outfield configuration from Toronto. George Springer was way, way in right center field, leaving a gigantic gap in center field. And sure enough, Andrew Vaughn laced a line drive directly into center field that rolled all the way to the wall. Even though Anderson is recovering from a groin injury, he scored all the way from first base to give the White Sox an early 1-0 lead. Unfortunately, the White Sox decided to challenge Matt Chapman with a couple of grounders, and that stranded Vaughn at second base. Still, the White Sox had the early lead. But then in the second inning, Jake Berger booted an easy grounder for his sixth error of the season. He he tried to backhand it, did not field it cleanly. The throw was late. It was just an ugly defensive attempt by Jake Berger. Lynn tried to throw a changeup against Ramil Tapia, 
and that landed in the White Sox bullpen in left field for a two-run homer. The good vibes from the first inning were suddenly washed away. That was until the bottom of the second inning. Again, another odd shift configuration against Jake Berger this time from Toronto left the right side of the infield wide open. And he went inside out on an inside sinker from Barreos to hit a single. After Adam Engel hit a deep fly that died on the left field warning track, a pleasant surprise happened. Josh Harrison, a target of conversation of possibly being DFA'd by the White Sox, hit his first home run of the season to deep left field. His two-run shot put the White Sox ahead 3-2 after the second inning. And Harrison in June, before last night's game, he was hitting 323 with a 371 on base percentage and slugging 429. It was in 35 plate appearances, fueled by a 400 bab up. So while it may not be sustainable, Harrison is swinging a hot bat in the month of June. Then pleasant surprise number two happened in the third inning. After Andrew Vaughn muscled a single off an inside sinker, Jose Breos decided to challenge Luis Robert with the same pitch. Unlike Vaughn, Robert demolished the pitch for a no-doubt home run. Robert's first home run since May 19th. The White Sox already had two homers on the night, and that's significant because the White Sox only had 14 homers for the month entering the game. Robert's home run also extended his hitting streak to 11 games. In the fourth inning, Tim Anderson picked up his second hit with a single to right field, but on a pickoff attempt, Anderson's foot slipped off the base, resulting in a pickoff. There's been a lot of discussion lately about the actual base that Major League Baseball uses. The slippery surface on the top of the base could be to blame for many injuries this season, including recently Manny Machado for the San Diego Padres. Anderson didn't get injured. That's good. But something to monitor if Major League Baseball decides to make a change with the actual base. Unfortunately, it cost the White Sox a run as Andrew Vaughn tagged Breos for his seventh home run of the season to center field. Luis Robert next drove a deep fly to center field, but his fly ball died on the warning track, falling short of his second home run in a back-to-back home run sequence for the White Sox. The White Sox chased Breos after four innings, with his day ending with an ugly pitching line of four innings, nine hits allowed, six earned runs allowed, one walk, just one strikeout, and three home runs allowed. Breos' season ERA is now 5.11, and it's just odd on how much he's been struggling with Toronto. He's given up 15 home runs this season and 14 starts. And his season war total, according to Fangraphs, is just 0.5. And he's got that big contract that he signed for. A contract we thought would be fair if the White Sox offered the same to Lucas Giolito prior to the 2022 season. Man, these two pitchers are very similar. White Sox offense didn't stop as they put up another crooked number the fifth inning. Reese McGuire and Adam Engel picked up RBIs in that inning. Angle's bat completely exploded on contact and just mustered enough distance to fall in shallow right field with shards of wood flying all over the infield. It was very comical. The exploding bat trick worked to perfection. So the White Sox are now up 8-2. to two. 
and Lance Lynn is on cruise control. Bo Bichette single to start the sixth inning as Lynn's pitch count racked up to 90-plus for the night. On a 3-2 count, Lynn threw a pitch that clearly, clearly was in the strike zone. But with Bichette running to steal second, the home plate umpire was distracted. I'm not sure, but it's one of the worst missed strike calls of the season, and Vlad Guerrero Jr. reached on a walk. That became a key point because Tiasco Hernandez hit a line drive over A.J. Pollock in left field. Bichette scored, and Guerrero Jr. tried to score all the way for first base. As Tim Anderson's throw to home plate sailed over Reese McGuire, it went to the backstop because Lance Lynn wasn't backing up the play. Hernandez reached all the way to third, and suddenly it was an 8-4 game with the runner on third base and nobody out. LaRusa decided that was enough for Lance Lynn as Ronaldo Lopez entered the game. He got a ground out for the first out, but Hernandez scored making eight to five and making Lance Lynn's night official. Lynn's final line was five innings pitched. He allowed four hits, five runs. Four of those five runs was earned. Two walks at five strikeouts on 99 pitches. 60 of those were strikes. And the pitches that Lance Lynn threw was across the board a sinker a four-seam fastball a cutter a slider the curveball that i mentioned and a changeup. he threw six different pitches last night this is something to monitor it's a little johnny cueto ask not really expecting that from lance lynn as really he's a sinker four-seam cutter slider type of guy with the slider barely offered, really just three variations of the fastball that he throws. But it's interesting to see that Lance Lynn is introducing a curveball and changeup as part of his arsenal. We'll see if that sticks in his next start. It was an 8-5 game in the 8th inning with Toronto's middle of the order coming up. Tony Russa opted for Kendall Graveman to face the Blue Jays' best hitters. And that's a good managing move. Arguably the highest leverage situation for the White Sox, having the interim closer come in, in the eighth inning is best use, even if that particular reliever doesn't get a save. It's a very refreshing decision from Larusa, and it breaks the old way of managing a baseball game. Graveman struck out Vlad Guerrero Jr., but Tiasca Hernandez reached on a hustle double with a liner to center field, and he never stopped running as Luis Robert was shifted way to right center field. It was a long run for him to get the grounder, and Hernandez reached second base safely. Ramil Tapia tried for more opposite field magic, but flew out to Pollock in left field, and Espinal grounded out on a first-pitch sinker to Harrison at second base, and Graben paid off LaRusse's decision-making. Good baseballing all around. Joe Kelly was tasked with the ninth inning to get the save, he struck out Matt Chapman, remember when he could hit, but gave up a single to Gabriel Moreno. Next was Cavett Biggio, and usually Kelly's very good against left-handed batters. But Biggio tagged Kelly for his first home run of the season, and suddenly an 8-2 lead is cut down to 8-7. But Josh Harrison, who balled all night, made excellent defensive plays. He made another excellent defensive play to get George Springer and Bo Bichette out, and the White Sox held on for their first win against Toronto in 2022. 
Andrew Vaughn had another four-hit night. His season batting average is now 330. Tim Anderson went two for five in his return. Luis Robert went two for four with this home run. Ronaldo Lopez pitched two scoreless innings with three strikeouts. The White Sox are now 32-33. and 33. They are four and a half games back of the Twins and three and a half games back of the Guardians with those two teams playing against each other in Minnesota Tuesday through Thursday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tonight will be game two between the Blue Jays and White Sox, and it'll be another hot one in Chicago. The National Weather Service changed the forecast for tomorrow as they are now predicting a high of over 100 degrees expected at both O'Hare and Midway airports. The last time both airports were at 100 or hotter was back in 2012. So stay cool, friends, especially the furry ones. The first pitch temperature is projected to be 96 degrees for a matchup between Kevin Gossman for Toronto and Dylan Cease for the White Sox. Both pitchers have not been sharp as of late. In three starts this month, Gaussman is 0 for 3 with a 6.75 ERA, and he's only pitched 12 innings. Gaussman has given up 14 runs, but only 9 of those 14 have been earned, with just 10 strikeouts and 5 walks. Meanwhile... Cease has one of the weirdest month stat lines I've ever seen. In three starts in June, Cease has a zero ERA. He's pitched 14 in the third innings, and he's given up nine runs. But none of those runs have been earned. Cease does have 21 strikeouts to 11 walks. So hopefully, the White Sox defense helps Cease, and hopefully Cease doesn't make any errant throws on pickoff moves. Gaussman is hittable, so hopefully the White Sox bats stay hot. This could be another good matchup for the White Sox, and it would be great if they could clinch a series win with a win on Tuesday night. If you don't have tickets or you are opting out of sitting in the heat, join us for our watch party that we co-host with our friends from the 108. The watch party starts at 7 p.m. Central Time, and you can join on SoxMachine.com. The game will be played on NBC Sports Chicago, or you can also listen to the game on the radio at ESPN 1000 AM. Scores around Major League Baseball as Minor League Baseball has Monday nights off. Can someone cool down the New York Yankees? They scored two runs at the top of the ninth inning to beat the Tampa Bay Rays 4-2. Anthony Rizzo hit his 19th home run of the season, 
and the Yankees are the first team to get to win 50. They are 50 and 17. We might be witnessing one of the best regular seasons since the 2001 Seattle Mariners. Amazing that the White Sox won that series in the Bronx back in May. The New York Mets blanked the Miami Marlins 6 to nothing. Eduardo Escobar drove in three runs as the Mets are now 45 and 24. What a crazy summer of baseball in New York. Both teams are combined 95 and 41 on the season. Chicago baseball is nowhere that close, <laughs> that type of success, because the Cubs got whooped by the Pittsburgh Pirates 12 to 1. O'Neill Cruz made his Major League Baseball debut and he drove in four RBIs. That's a pretty good debut. The Chicago Cubs are 25 and 42. The Boston Red Sox keep winning as they improved to 37 to 31 of the season as they beat Detroit 5 to 2. Orlando Arcia is filling in for Ozzy Albies while he's on the mend with a fractured foot for Atlanta. And Arcia had a big moment yesterday. Tied 1-1 in the ninth inning against the San Francisco Giants. Arcia had the walk-off RBI single to give Atlanta the 2-1 victory. The Braves are now 39-29, while the Giants fall to 37-29. That will do it for today's White Sox wake-up call. If you just discovered Sox Machine or have been a long-time lurker, help support us on patreon.com slash Machine. Our Patreon supporters receive exclusive content, ad-free versions of the podcast and website, and the first opportunity to receive our Socks Machine swag. Monthly plans start at just $2 a month, and you can save with an annual subscription. Again, the website is patreon.com slash Machine. Subscribe to the Socks Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Socks Machine, and follow me on Twitter at SocksMachine underscore Josh. Thanks for listening to the White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.